What's up, guys? This is Miles Markowitz. And this is Brad Thomas. Here to give you the best sports insights to beat your book. You only need to ask one question. What's the spread? Welcome in. What's the spread? Super Bowl Sunday is upon us. Brad, how we doing? I know we're excited. Listen, Miles, I'm in a I'm in a dream. So let's even take it back to the beginning of COVID. Yeah, true. Right? So COVID's happening. We have Tom Brady coming up. We don't know if we're gonna have sports. I'm like, no way yeah. we have Tom Brady and not gonna have football. Then we keep going through this world of quarantine and then we get sports. And then me and you get to go to the national championship, see our teams play, my team wins, and then everyone at the beginning of the football season says the Bucks are overrated. And then the Bucks start gelling. Their offense is clicking at the right time, and then they make it to the Super Bowl. Do you know how annoying it is for football fans that, in general, I'm sure, I'm just guessing, that for you, <laughs> you have your team in the championship in college and do you, NFL. Do you know how unlikely that is? In the same season. In, and, and, and not to mention Tampa Bay. The first team to play in their home stadium. Ever. But it's the first time that, that the team is ever playing in their home stadium ever in the Super Bowl, but it's in COVID restrictions. Yes. I'm very curious, because I always wondered, even growing up, like because we never saw a team play in their home stadium, there probably would have been a big push in Tampa Bay to get like as many Buccaneers fans there as possible. And it probably would have been a major home field advantage, even though it still is. The Bucs but imagine were what it could have been. $250 off your ticket. To like it to to the Bucks, whatever are the crew. Yeah, sure. But I mean, two hundred and fifty dollars off of five or six thousand dollar tickets. Right. No. So it would have been a lot. Yeah, it would have been a lot different, right? Yeah. Had they had you know a full allotment. Yeah. But still, really exciting. The storylines are there. I mean, we're here to talk about the the bets. I mean, that's what we're the most excited about. Talk about the props. Uh, talk about the game a little bit. I mean, it's it's Yoda versus Baby Yoda. It's, it's crazy. It's Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes. Is going for his second straight Super Bowl, and the last one to do it back to back was Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. I mean, are you kidding me the with these storylines? The narrative of this Super Bowl. I mean, any headline you want to write is yep. ridiculous. I don't remember, and we talk about this a lot. You know, yes. college is our first love. You know, college is my first love. Don't don't get me wrong. Like I like the NFL, but for me, the Super Bowl is such a event. Yeah, it, it, it's like a such a national holiday. It's such a spectacle that. You know, for me, the game kind of comes secondary usually. Yes. I don't remember ever being this excited to watch a Super Bowl in my entire lifetime, and that is not an exaggeration. It is so wild because I, like, what, was I in eighth grade the last time that the Bucks were even relevant in the Super Bowl contender conversation? And now I'm deciding if I'm going to place wagers on the Tampa Bay Bucks. I mean, on the Chiefs, because I have a 10 Bay Bucks futures ticket that's still alive? Like, yeah. How is Wild. that true? You know, because as betters and as fans, we always put a little something on our team, right? Always, in the beginning yeah. of the year, because you never know. And here we are. We're, we're in that situation. We got... Uh, Tom Brady did it, man. Yes, I mean, at, at 43 years old, he... His first year in Tampa Bay, it was a journey. And here yep. they are. And they've been really impressive. There's a lot of things to talk about for the game, and we will get there. But... As I said, the most fun thing about the Super Bowl is that throughout the entire five-hour broadcast, there are so many things to bet on and so many things to keep you engaged throughout yes. the entire time that it is truly one of the most fun betting days of the year. So let's go ahead and kick it off, as we always do, the coin toss, the coin heads toss. or tails. The odds are always the same. It's a 50-50 shot. I already know what you're going with, but let me know. How do you know what I'm going with? Because you always go with tails. 
Listen, you I always go say with tails. Tails never fails, right? We're sports betters. Don't we have to fade the public? Seventy-three <laughs> percent of the bet is on tails. I'm going with tails because tails never fails. Of course you are. I have to, and, and I, I just—that's my thing, man. And I, I believe it was tails last year. I I always go with heads, so um, I'm not ch- changing my bet there for this year either. All right. <laughs> Let's get into the length of the National Anthem. I have some things to say about this going back to last year, all right? The length of the National Anthem in seconds is one of the most fun sports bets you could ever make. Yes. Do not miss out on this because don't overlook it. It is so fun to be in a room of people who all bet, even if they're against each other. Yeah. But if, if everyone who bet on the National Anthem and counting it down, it's exhilarating, all right? <laughs> so this year it's a little different. We have two National Anthem singers, all right? The over-under is set at 118 and a half seconds. The over is at plus 100 odds. The under is favored at minus 130. And I think a big part of the under being favored is that the under smashed last oh year. Oh, my God. Because we all had the over. Yeah, we were just chilling. We all had like, the over. I no remember that. Way. And the under just smashed. I mean, it wasn't even close. So I'm curious to get your thoughts. But for that reason, even at minus 130, I think the under is a lock here. I mean, it's almost two minutes. Yeah, I'm going to take the over here. Uh, we have two singers. Which is a whole other is, is, is it, is it, thing. Because so I, I didn't know. Is this going to be pre-recorded or is it going to be in person? I have no idea. I, I would imagine it wouldn't be pre-recorded, right? But there's been so many sporting events I've been to this with COVID sure. where they pre-record the national anthem. Either way, which yeah. I'm taking the over for value. I think if it's pre-recorded, I really leave he- lean heavily to the under. Because you, you're going to get that in clean takes. But when right. you're in person, you can drag it out a little bit, carry it on a little bit. But I'm just taking the value. I think it's so funny that Vegas here thinks they have it perfect, right? Like, yeah. oh, uh, it's a pretty even odds. Like, oh, 118 and a half. So how the fuck do you know? They have no <laughs> idea. Like, they, they're, they're guessing. <laughs> All right. Moving on. How many players will have a passing attempt? You um, showed this to me. And I thought it was a really fun bet because the over-under is two and a half. So this is essentially betting, is there going to be a trick play where either a wide receiver or a running back throws a pass? Yes. Yes is plus 115. The under is heavily favored. I mean, just for fun, I'm taking the over two and a half. Yes. It's I, the Super Bowl. I took the over here and I went back and... So initially I was like, teams love running this trick play against the Bucks, right? Mm-hmm. But then I went okay. back and I was like, does Andy Reid ever run that? Yeah, he does with Sammy Watkins. He's got something in there, Travis right? Kelsey. I mean, and then what if Mahomes takes one play out because of his foot? Then we uh, get another quarterback in there. Plus one fifteen. This is official bet that I locked in already. I like this. I didn't even think about that. The possibility of a backup quarterback just coming in for a play. Yep. Again, this is a bet that keeps you engaged and the entire game. Neither team is just going to run the ball when right. that backup quarterback comes in. Right. So I think I think that's a good call, and that is a really fun one. All right. This one, also pretty funny. Uh, how many times will the Patriots be mentioned? We got Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Without the Patriots, the over-under is set at two. The over is highly favored, I would say, minus 165, and there's some value with the under. Yes. Um, what do you like? I'm going to go with the over. Not a hammer bet for me, but a bet I like because you just think about, initially, they're going to first start talking about Tom Brady's legacy. Boom. One Patriots. Then they're going to talk about the success he had with Bill Belichick, and they're going to start comparing the two. They're going to say, Tom Brady made it to the Super Bowl. Bill Belichick didn't make it. They're not going to say that without acknowledging on the Patriots. So we got two. Now we're sitting at, we just need to find a third time. He wins that ring. They're going to say, Tom Brady 
has won this with the Patriots and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think this could get to three or four. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm going to hit the over here as well. You got to think about the fact too that any time that they do any kind of flashback with Tom Brady, yeah. they're probably going to mention Patriots. Yep. And there's so many to choose from. So I like the over there as well. All right. How many times will we see the chains be used for measurements on a first down? The over-under is set at one and a half. The under is minus 175 favored. The over here is plus 135. So think about it, football fans, because you never do, right? How yeah. many times in a typical game do you see the chains being used to measure the first down? It's actually not that often. Right. I was think, look, I, I was like, man, it's not. I'm going to smash this over for all the money. But then they, and then when they created the uh, the first down markers with the pylons, they did it less often. But my guess here is we're gonna get one that they have to. They, yeah. they have to. Measure. I think one. I think we see one. And then all we need is one more where uh, I almost said Belichick. That's how often we're talking about the Super Bowl. One more where Reed or one more where Arian says measure that. Yeah. And then I cash. I'm taking the over plus one thirty five. I mean, that's where the value is. Yeah. Right. So at minus one seventy five, like I wouldn't place a bet there for the under. This is another one of those bets that, especially at plus one thirty five, it's just another fun one that keeps you engaged the entire game. Yeah. You're looking for the chains to come out, and uh, as you said, Andy Reid is the coach that will tell him to measure it. Yeah, he will. All right. The Gatorade color. I don't think in the three Super Bowl episodes that we've done previously that we've ever gotten the Gatorade color right. I'm not betting on this one this year. It's frustrating. <laughs> it was orange last year. And I'm drunk by the time right. the shower is happening. And honestly, by the time the Gatorade shower comes anyway, you've been partying for four yeah. or five hours. You've got so many bets down the drain. Like, I have or, no idea. So at that point, it's, it's, it's a fun one. It's one that everyone talks about. Yeah. But because it happens all the way at the end of the game, it's not really one that I look forward to. I mean, here's the thing. Because, like, for me, because we have the Chiefs and the Buccaneers, like, I'm taking red for plus 160. Yeah, I think I, uh, orange is the slight favorite, or red. I think orange and red are the favorites. Yeah, orange and right? red. I'm going with orange. I was going to go with red because they're both red teams, but I think that orange Gatorade tastes better. So, <laughs> <laughs> And apparently it tastes better to the players, too, because yeah. that's what hit last year when the Chiefs won. So give me, give me this one year, please. <sighs> All right, so th- this next one is actually my favorite prop bet of the Super Bowl. This is exciting. Uh, I wish the odds were a little bit different, but this one's really cool. All right, so what will be mentioned first? This is a Tom Brady prop bet. Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl or Tom Brady's age. Now, I'm curious, does the number 43 have to be said for the Tom Brady's age to hit? Listen, I just had a revelation. This is going to be a narrative. This is going to be a headline. This is going to be something they say. Yeah. Tom Brady has reached his 10th Super Bowl at age 43, defying age 43. father time. Yeah, so so I guess they they go together. Yeah. And you would say 10th Super Bowl first, or what if they put at age 43, Tom, Tom Brady, Brady has reached reason. his 10th Super Bowl. Oh now here are the odds, and this will this is what makes it interesting. Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl heavy favorites at minus 200. You get some value with Tom Brady's age at 43 plus 150. That's what I'm taking all day here. Tom Brady's age. It just for the value. But this could go either way. I'm sticking with my narrative. It's the way they say it. Yeah. I think they're gonna say 10th Super Bowl at age 40. Because 10th, because I think if you say age 43 and he's going to his 10th Super Bowl, you're not highlighting the the the, the hardest part. 10 Super Bowl appearances. Right. 10 and, Super and Bowl. And then you're like, he did this, and he's 43. Yeah. And what's wild too about Tom Brady uh is that we talk so much about the rings, right? We, yep. we, we talk so much about that, but people forget. Just his appearances. Yeah. He has reached 
double-digit Super Bowls. I mean, to do it in the NBA is one thing. But to do it in the NFL it's crazy. is unheard of. It's, it's, hats off to Tom. And he said I, he I wants mean, to play until he's 45. Yeah, which I'm fine with. But honestly, when I was looking at his picture from his first Super Bowl to his Super Bowl now, he looks better. He like, does. Then he looked like a guy who made it to the NFL, partied all the time, drank some glizzies, you know, like got lit. I mean, he's a machine now. Now he, he even talked about it, how he invests in his body. In the longevity of his career, and he and he was smart by doing that. Yeah, and it's it's worked out. Yeah. I mean, in that situation, it takes a lot of sacrifice. But this is a guy who loves to be competitive, and he he wanted to be in the league for as long as he pops. Yeah, good. Look at I mean, uh, Drew LeBron Drew Brees is too. probably um, you know uh, retiring. You know, he didn't make it. There are other quarterbacks who are retiring at such a younger age than yes. him. And yeah, look at LeBron. He's doing the same thing. Is that he he, he chose? I want to be in this league for as long as possible. Yeah. It's all about the health, and it's all about the mentality. I mean, Brady is just unbelievable. This has always been a pro Tom Brady podcast, even before he was on the Bucks. Yes. Um, hats off to him for 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 ten. I Super would be Bowls. wearing my it's, Tom Brady jersey right now, but I literally washed it, and it's air drying, so it'll be pristine condition. We got Gronk, you got Gronk right now. now. Yeah, it's good. So I think your Gronk was a good little twist to the day. It's kind of related. Yeah. All right, so this next one here, uh, you had sent over to me, and I really found this one interesting. This is picking the position of the MVP winner. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl MVP because that's another good one. But the odds for picking the actual position, all right? The quarterback is obviously favored at minus 400, all right? Because Mahomes and Brady are the heavy favorites for yes. Super Bowl MVP, as they should be. The quarterback usually wins, uh, wins it, statistically speaking. The wide receiver is at plus 500, tight end at plus 950, running back at plus 1,000, Defensive position at plus 650. And I don't know why, but the kicker's on if there for plus 5,000. If a kicker wins MVP, it's going to be the most boring. It's going to be like LSU versus Alabama. Maybe, right? The 9-6 to six game? Maybe uh, maybe one day in our lifetime we'll see this, but not today. What were you thinking, my friend, when you said this over to me? I was thinking about the forecast that I looked at. So it's going to be a little breezy. Throwing's okay. going to be a little bit more tough. Okay. I can't take value on a quarterback. I'm going to take the running back position for plus 1,000, light sprinkle, mainly because of Leonard Fournette, playoff Lenny. What the Bucks did this year with Leonard Fournette is remarkable. Because as a Bucks fan, I was like, run Fournette, run Rojo. I had no idea what to say. But watching him excel in the playoffs, it's good that he, you know, waited for this opportunity but that we waited for this opportunity. We didn't bang him up. In well, the he's got fresh season. legs. Yeah. So their he strategy is really paying off here. Um, if, he, if it's breezy as they're saying it's going to be with this with this uh, tropical system coming in, and Leonard Fournette rips off 76 yards, two touchdowns, four receptions, and Bucks win, I think that he has a strong case to win it. I could see it. I think that you're looking at value with any of those four that we laid out, uh, receiver, not really tied in because I, I honestly think it's it's Kelsey or Bust if you're going yeah. with tied in. But receiver or running back, I think you're getting a lot of value. For me, I like the defensive position at plus 650. Why not, right? Two of the last seven Super Bowl MVPs have been defensive <laughs> players. Uh, so for me at plus 650, I think the value there is really good because all it takes, as you said, all it takes is a little bit of a breezy night. Maybe some uh, an off night from a Holmes and Breeze. Yep. Nobody stands out on offense, and we get one defensive player that stands out and takes the MVP. So, uh, do I think a defensive player is going to win the MVP? No, I don't. But but just for for value purposes, yeah, I like running back, 
and I like defensive player. Um, yeah. I actually like running back more than receiver, even though receiver like, is, is much higher. I like running back more than receiver. I do. Because I yeah. think both quarterbacks will spread it out enough that even if one receiver has a colossal game, the quarterback's going to win it because they're going to spread it out just enough. With your pick with any defensive position, it kind of correlates with one of the picks that I have later. So Perfect. Well, let's get right to it, man. Let's uh, get into the Super Bowl MVP. This is a big one. Um, it's one to keep an eye on. You kind of get to see who during the game is really standing out. Now, the two favorites, overwhelming, Patrick Mahomes at minus 120, Tom Brady at plus 200, and then it's kind of everybody else. We got Kelsey and Hill at plus 1,000. Yeah. Uh, Fournette, your boy, at plus 2,500. Evans at plus 2,800. Goblin at plus 3,000. And then from there, it goes. Yes. All right? There's a lot to choose from. Yes. Now. Let's talk about first some sleepers. Yes, I got some sleepers up yeah, my sleeve. I know you do. So Lay it out for me. First playoff Lenny. I just said that we are going to get a running back Super Bowl. I just gave the spiel about playoff Lenny plus 2,500. But listen, my two other sleepers, Tyron Matthew and Devin White. Both. Give me those. Yes. Both of them played tremendous football. And what? Both of them had turnovers in their last games? Or la- one hat, Tyron Matthew had two games go, and Devin White had one game go, and Devin White probably could have got to the end zone. So, plus 3,000, let's eat. I like that we're on the same page there with those defensive players. I think those are two great yeah. options if you're going to go with a defensive player to take this uh, MVP, and you're getting in great odds there at plus 3,000. Uh, for me, as far as sleepers, uh, those were my picks, like defensive players. Those were probably my two picks. But, I mean, honestly, at plus 1,000... Kelsey or Hill, I don't think you can go wrong there. Because if Mahomes does come out and win his back-to-back Super Bowl, I think it's going to take him having a big game. And it's going to take either Hill or Kelsey having one of those big games. And we've seen it time and time again, proven track records. And at plus 1,000, that's pretty good. Um, I'm actually surprised that Mahomes and Brady are favored so heavily. I am too, but I think that we made this whole thing about the quarterbacks. Like, we didn't highlight any of the defenses, the, the great defense that both of these teams have played in their journey through the playoffs. We didn't highlight the, the running back play from the Bucks, the wide receiver play from the Chiefs. We've been talking about the quarterbacks. And, I mean, at minus 120, I can't take that because I don't even know if they're going to win. Right. Uh, for me, my pick for Super Bowl MVP, and this will go into my breakdown of the game, I think Tom Brady's taking this thing. I really do. I think he's taken uh, the win. I I'll just go ahead and 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 say that early because it goes with this because I think if the Buccaneers win and Tom Brady just has a game, he will they will give him the Super Bowl MVP. Yes, and I think a plus two hundred that's that's pretty damn good odds. He's my Super Bowl MVP as well. <laughs> it's gonna be I already know unless Lenny has an amazing day out or Devin White gets uh, two interceptions and a touchdown. It's going to Lenny. I mean, it's going to Brady. Um, and I and I you'll see in my breakdown as well. So let's get to it. Uh, Buccaneers, Chiefs. Let me give you. Uh, let me give you the bet. My props for the game. Oh yeah. Uh, thank you for reminding me. Yes. Everybody, please listen up. So I'm gonna start doing this a little bit more often because we have to reward you guys for watching, for listening, and watching the podcast. Because too often I post too much of the plays on Twitter and. I talk about them on the podcast. No, I want people to watch and listen to the podcast. So I'm going to go through all these plays. Every play listed um, in this first section is going to be a a one or a half unit play. Bet accordingly. I'm not going to tell you what to bet, but don't bet more than a unit on these first sections. And let me just say real quick, there are not many things in this cold and cruel world that I trust. I trust Brad Thomas's 
prop bets. Doesn't matter the sport. This man is a prop master. I'm very curious to hear these, so spit them off for me. All right, so I'm going to go, will there be offsetting penalties? One unit, yes, plus 165. Will Trump be mentioned? Plus 375, half a unit. I have to take it because I think it's too much value to pass up. How many times will Giselle be shown? Over one and a half. I'm taking minus 240 and eating the juice. I'm going to place a unit on there, and it's going to be a firm unit where I'm not going to be like, get soft feet. She will be shown twice. This is the only multi-unit play that I have, but I downgraded it down to a one-unit play. Sammy Watkins over three and a half receptions. I'll tell you why in a second. Parlay. This You can play this up to a unit, uh, probably uh, half units best because the odds are uh, three to one. It's the Tyreek Hill Parlay. Two touchdowns, over seven, over six catches, over 92 yards, plus 310. Another one I liked, Fournette, over three and a half catches. This one is another firm one unit play. What that means is you could play it one unit or more, um, but I'm playing it firm one unit because Mahomes has hit this number in what, three of the last four games. Um, Patrick Mahomes over 19 and a half rush yards. And this is my insurance bet. Um, so I'm going to play this for to win one unit, so probably 1.45 units, something like that. Uh, Mikael Hartman, over 24 and a half yards. And this is a monitoring prop, which means a prop that I need to wait till game time to see um, the mobility of Antonio Brown. Scotty Miller, over 12 and a half as his longest reception. If Antonio Brown's limited at all, he looks like he's not running great. I will make this probably my play of the game for three, four units. I don't think I've given a four-unit play out in 2021 yet. Props that I'm tailing. So... <clears throat> A couple of these I, I lined up with what I had, and I want to give a shout out to Xavier. Uh, you can follow him on uh, at Jabu. That's J A B O O Moose Keys. He finds obscure props and finds value in them. The Bucks to win the coin toss minus, I mean, not to win the coin toss. The Bucks to receive the ball minus one thirty. Historically, since two thousand eighteen, the Chiefs have deferred the kick. The Bucks openly have said since week twelve, if they win the kick. If they win the toss, they're going to receive the kick. I like that breakdown. Another one that I liked, <clears throat> most tackles, Levante David or Devin White. Odds on David went up. Odds on White went down. So play that how you want. Rojo over eight and a half carries. I actually locked in Rojo over 34 and a half rushing yards, which I thought was a number that was too low. I checked other books that were around. They're sitting around 37, 38. Um, my local book was 34. So that's the number I'm going to use because people in our circle still use the same book. And this last one, just a fun parlay, and I'll have another. I'll I will give out another fun, another fun parlay, another fun prop before the Super Bowl. I I just haven't decided if I'm going to lock it in yet. But this one I locked in for um, uh, 0.25 units. Each team to score a defensive or special teams touchdowns plus 2,500. This was sent over to me today, and I always do one or two of these. I only made it uh, 0.25 because I plan on doing another one for another 0.25 unit. So both teams have to score for that one. Or yes. both is it, that, that would uh, be uh, make for uh, an interesting I mean, what, $25 Super Bowl. bet when you say I, I was about to say it's plus 2500. That, yeah. So that's that's what we're looking for I, I can't with take these Super Bowl for bets. That one, so sure. I can't take credit but I do well, like Well, the uh, two that I really like from from what you point out. First of all, the Scotty Miller longest reception, absolutely. I'm hammering that one. Yes. Um I really like that one. I was actually looking at Scotty Miller as a um, under the radar uh, player in the Super Bowl yeah. because Tom Brady has shown in the past that he likes Scotty Miller. Yeah. Scotty Miller's had a couple big games, hasn't had a big playoff. I mean, he did have the big touchdown catch um, earlier, but watch out for him because he's Brady's going to be looking for the open matchups. I think since uh, when Chris Godwin went down initially, 
I think Scotty Miller has had the opportunity to have a 20-plus yard catch in every game. Whether he converted and hauled the ball in was up to him. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, Buccaneers Chiefs, let's go ahead and uh, break down the spread. That's what we do on the podcast. This is What's the Spread? Yes. The Chiefs are favored at minus three. There's a lot of interesting trends to talk about, all right? The first thing that I just want to say off the bat for Kansas City, because I read this today and didn't even realize it, they have won 25 of their last 27 games. Yes. And they're winning, I believe, a a vast majority of those games by more than three points. Listen, on this podcast, and we talked about this uh, before the conference championship weekend, all right, when the Chiefs were minus three against the Bills. Always take the Chiefs if the spread is less than seven, right? That's what we said. For me, and I'll just go ahead and go right into it. As I said, I think Tom Brady wins this game. I think the Bucs win this game. I'm taking them plus three. For the sheer fact for me, a lot of this is that it's so damn difficult to repeat as a Super Bowl champion. Yes. This is the most competitive sports league, in my opinion, in the entire world, that includes all the competitive soccer leagues that we have overseas. I think the NFL is the cream of the crop. It is the most competitive sports league in the world. To win the championship two years in a row, back-to-back, yeah, is so difficult. And I just don't think Mahomes is there yet. And I'm... And the Buccaneers' defense has been so impressive. They've been so good. I think they're going to throw Mahomes off his game just yes. enough yes. to cover this spread and win the game. I don't believe in revenge games, but I'll be damn if Todd Bowles... Listen, this Todd Bowles is probably one of these, the best defensive coaches that doesn't get enough credit. He circled this game the second the Chiefs won their game. Because he remembers that slacking they put on him in the first quarter last time they played. Listen, there's a couple things I like. If I had, if you didn't know, I'm taking the Bucks. I will place a money line bet on the Chiefs so I can hedge and get a free roll because I don't want to lose money. Yeah. Um. So if the Chiefs win, then I'll win my money back. If the Chief, if the Bucks win, I'll win plus what whatever I got, twelve hundred, whatever it was. So. The Bucs in their last six games have scored 35.7 points per game. The Chiefs have scored 25 in their last six games. Hobbled Mahomes? Maybe. Hilaire? Maybe. Bucks defense elite? Yes. Chiefs without their starting center? Down a couple tackles? Yep. Maybe we get some pressure with Shaquille Barrett. JPP is looking at father time like Tom Brady. I'm taking the Bucks here. Bucks are seven, seven, two, and one in their last ten as home dogs. Which is, which, if I could just talk about that trend for a second, because I, I had that down here as well. In the Super Bowl, wait, uh-huh. we're looking at a home underdog, yeah. trend, which I think is funny. I, I had something to say yeah. in addition to that. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> the NFL said we can't fire the cannons. We are not allowed to fire the cannons. Sure, but listen, the Tampa Buccaneers wrote a press release that said they will find a way to celebrate and honor their traditions without firing the cannons. Listen, we are going to do something that is just like firing the cannons, and you guarantee that it's going to rile up this team. But whatever, the Bucs, since those, what, since week 12, since week 10, the Bucs have been a different team. 7-2 against the spread. It's just, it looks like it took time for this team to click. But you know what's great? Tom Brady hasn't even really been playing that great. Like, he's been playing... Oh, sure. Yeah. He's I mean, been, he's been making he's been the playing plays, good enough. Making the plays to keep us in the game, yeah. throughout the game, leading our defense. It reminds me a lot 
of that defense we had when we won the Super Bowl. Like, it's just so much is special about this defense. There's so many stars at every level. And, you know, Jamel Dean is going to have to play the game of his life against Tyreek Hill. But I think he's going to be up for the challenge because he got embarrassed last time. I'm feeling good about it. I'm I am. excited. I, I, listen, Miles, I've always been a fly on the wall. I didn't even, I didn't even wear a team's gear to the Super Bowl parties. This year, I'll be decked out Bucks shirt. Bucks right. socks, Bucks to. hat, Bucks jacket if it's cold. So it's the big one. I mean, it's the uh, last football game of the 2020 season. We can put the 2020 football season behind us. I want everybody to make a lot of bets. Yes. Make a lot of fun bets. Yes. Have fun watching the game. Uh, get into the festivities. Uh, maybe take Monday off. <laughs> Have a good time, and we will be back with plenty of content in the offseason, so we can't wait to see you again. Uh, a lot of college football content coming your way. Uh, but first, let's let's enjoy the hell out of this game, and good luck. Good luck, everybody, and be sure to download What's the Spread on iTunes, Stitcher, or however else you get your podcasts. Also, I'm going to play a quick, brief message from our sponsor. Hey, Miles, you know it'd be pretty cool if there's a social media app just for sports? You know, Brad, I was just thinking that. Like a social media app where there's a feed, where you can post about your picks, see what others are saying about the game, and you know how I love to see how the lines move throughout the week. Well, you're in luck. Vigit is the best social media platform just for sports. When you download Vigit, use promo code SPREAD and create your account today. 